This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, May 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Purdue eases concerns. Infrastructure tops the list. Conaway vents on cotton. Dairy standards. NAFTA optimism. Commerce hearing on tap. And regulatory costs restricted. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue appears to have eased concerns among some lawmakers about his plans to reorganize rural development at USDA. Perdue assured the House Agriculture Committee that the programs are a personal priority for him and that the new person overseeing the programs will have walk-in privileges to speak directly to him. However, Perdue and his aides also backed off a couple of key commitments that Perdue made during the three-hour hearing. Critics of his reorganization plan say that eliminating the Undersecretary for Rural Development will downgrade those programs. Purdue insisted repeatedly during the hearing that the person overseeing rural development would be an assistant secretary who would be required to be confirmed by the Senate. Afterward, however, Purdue told reporters he may have been wrong about saying the post would require Senate confirmation, and a USDA spokesman said that the position would be an assistant to the secretary rather than a higher-level assistant secretary. Those are key differences with what he told the committee, and the correction should raise questions in the Senate. Senate Agriculture Committee's ranking Democrat Debbie Stabenow has been critical of the proposal. Of course, Purdue could easily win over more supporters for his plan by appointing someone who is seen as undersecretary material. One of the people believed to be under consideration and could fit the bill is Hilda Legg, a former administrator of the Rural Utilities Service. Purdue told reporters the person that we hope will serve in that area will be well received by them, meaning lawmakers. USDA is announcing in the Federal Register today that it will take public comment on the broader reorganization plan until June 14th. Purdue. Broadband and locks and dams on White House agenda. Purdue stressed to lawmakers that the White House understands the importance of inland waterways and high-speed Internet service to rural areas. Purdue said he was at the White House on Tuesday for a meeting on the administration's infrastructure plan and that waterway needs were right at the top of their list. He said that the White House advisors also understand broadband is critical to economic development. Conaway not backing down on cotton. Cotton producers came away empty-handed from the hearing yesterday. Purdue all but ruled out acting administratively to make cottonseed eligible for the price loss coverage, emphasizing that his legal authority was limited. Conaway closed the hearing by airing his frustration once again with some Democrats, namely Debbie Stabenow and Patrick Leahy of Vermont, ranking Democrat on the Senate Appropriations Committee. They blocked a PLC provision from being included in the fiscal 17 spending deal last month when they couldn't get an agreement to include assistance to dairy producers. Conaway said the Senate stabbed our cotton farmers in the back. Shame on them. He then repeated his complaints again when he talked to reporters after the hearing. Suffice to say, there are some continued hard feelings between key lawmakers that will almost certainly linger into writing the next farm bill. Other hearing nuggets. Purdue said he'll be in Toronto in June and plans to press the Canadians on their restrictions on U.S. dairy products. He promised to have a milk marketing order finalized for California by the end of the year. And he said there should be new flexibility for use of the least productive acreage enrolled in the Conservation Reserve Program. 
state regulators seek restrictions on milk. In their continuing fight against plant-based products labeled as milk, state regulators have asked the FDA to work with them to enforce the proper use of product labeling terms. State milk safety officials approved a resolution yesterday at the National Conference on Interstate Milk Shipments that calls on FDA to clarify their role. The National Milk Producers Federation submitted the resolution. Beth Brzezinski, National Milk Producers Federation Vice President of Dairy Foods and Nutrition, said it's time for FDA to work with state agencies in defending standards of identity for dairy products. FDA standards of identity specify that milk is the product of cows and other dairy animals and that yogurt is the product obtained exclusively from the culturing of dairy ingredients, that according to the milk producers. Lawmakers optimistic on NAFTA after Lighthizer Ross meeting. House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady and Trade Subcommittee Chair Dave Reichardt said they were optimistic about a successful NAFTA renegotiation after a meeting yesterday with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. Brady said, We were pleased to hear the ambassador's recognition that NAFTA has been successful in so many ways and to obtain his commitment to modernize and upgrade NAFTA in a manner that retains current benefits in a seamless way that does not disrupt the current agreement. Rice and biofuel groups to air trade concerns. Groups representing rice producers and the ethanol and biodiesel industries will get a chance to air their concerns about foreign trade at a day-long hearing that the Commerce Department is holding today. Representatives of catfish and shrimp producers also will be testifying. Comments at the hearing will be used to help draft a report for the White House on ways to reduce the U.S. trade deficit. And Steckel of the National Biodiesel Board will say that rising imports of biodiesel from Indonesia, the biggest reason for the $13 billion trade deficit with that country after athletic shoes. The Biodiesel Board says that Indonesia uses a number of policies to give its producers an unfair advantage in the U.S. market. NSAC criticizes regulatory reform bill. The Senate committee has advanced a bill aimed at restricting the cost of new regulations on business. The Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee approved the Regulatory Accountability Act yesterday, 9 to 5. The bill's fate of the full Senate is uncertain since it would need 60 votes to overcome a Democratic filibuster. The House has already passed a similar bill. The National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition, which represents smaller-scale producers, is breaking from other farm organizations and opposing the bill. Greg Fogel, NSAC's policy director, said his group has worked tirelessly to make sure that food and agricultural regulations include farmer input and do not disproportionately burden producers. But he said the bill, quote, is not about right-sizing regulations. The bill would effectively force regulators to choose the cheapest solutions instead of the best and most effective ones. Here's today's He Said It. I look at vaccine banks as insurance. You can have your house burned down and then take out insurance after the fact. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, a veterinarian. Well, that is Daybreak for this Thursday, May 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.